Hello everybody, it is uh, 1.33 in the morning, I am on a food run because I haven't gotten to eat this late at night in a long time, I've been doing intermittent fasting and like on a strict food uh, diet, that's not really a diet but you could say that, like a low calorie diet, Um, actually I'm having my meals prepped, so Monday through Friday I eat really clean and then Saturday, Sunday, I eat what the fuck I want. But, uh, you know, I'm taking a little break tonight. I'm just eating a little bit more than I usually am. But it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And I was working on the podcast earlier today. I had maybe 20 minutes into it. And I erased everything I was talking about. Because <clears throat> I really was struggling. For, I, haven't been, I haven't done a I haven't done a podcast in about two weeks. I haven't really had anything to really talk about that's new or different. But I was really struggling. Oh, I hate when I yawn all the time when I'm doing a podcast. I don't know why. It's like a habit. But um, I was really struggling to come up with a good topic of conversation. I don't really want to co-host. Sometimes I do just to just talk about stuff because I have some really interesting and fun conversations. But... I wanted to do something... No, I didn't want to do something different. I just want to stick to what I wanted to do. Just talk for myself. Um, I have a lot of things in my brain. I need to get out to calm it down. But no, I was just like, you know... And usually my good thinking comes like at 1.30 in the morning. Uh, maybe because I'm like tired, half asleep. <laughs> I don't know. But that was an exaggerated yawn. But um, yeah, so I was driving earlier and then I had like like I said I was 20 minutes into a a podcast and I read it and I was like fuck that you know I just didn't want to uh, talk about any of that shit but what I did want to talk about was I hope everybody's doing good and staying safe and healthy Um, I'm in California so it looks like things are getting worse and the reason things are getting worse here is because a lot of motherfuckers don't want to wear a mask or take care of their cells or practice safe distancing. Like some of our neighbors, they have wine walks and their kids are all playing together and doing a lot of shit together. Uh, no masks, no social distancing. And like my wife's company, she's kind of in charge of the COVID outbreak. And everybody that calls has to go through her team to um, you know get COVID benefits or stuff like that they have to put the reasons why they got COVID and it says went on vacation you know to Texas or went to a party had a birthday party this this and that so you know she's like I don't feel sorry for them I'm like they're not practicing social distancing so what do they expect is going to happen you know you're not going to stay healthy if you keep going out and about and fucking around so give me one quick second. I just pulled up. Hi there. Hi. Here you go. Oh, nice part. Oh, you like Disney? Here <laughs> <laughs> you go. Thank you, miss. Any stuff for you, sir? Uh, barbecue? Uh, barbecue for the nuggets. And can I get ranch for the curly fries? Sure. Muchas gracias. Esa mía también. Gracias.
I'm all good? Yeah. Okay. Have a good night. You too. So like I was saying, <laughs> I was on a food run. Jack in the crack. <laughs> you know what's funny? My my child, she's five, and she's all, Daddy, are you going to Jack in the crack? I want some Jack in the crack. <laughs> so I'm afraid that she's going to go, if someday she goes, when you know, she's at school or something, and she'll... For story time, she'll be like, yeah, my daddy goes to Jack in the Crack at night. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be funny. But. Oh, my God. Hurry up, motherfucker. This guy's driving fucking slower than a nail. Snail. Okay, so I was, what I was getting back to was I was watching. You know, I, there's not much to watch right now, but I've been. Luckily, if you have CBS All Access, watch Picard if you like sci-fi. And Star Trek Discovery, oh my god, that's so good. Netflix, um, I've been watching a lot of stand-up from there. But um, George Lopez special was good. I think a Joe Rogan one was good. And then I forgot the other one. And then... um, So, I, I was scrolling through my Facebook and my friend, she said, Hey, you should watch Indian Matchmaking. It's a really good show. You might like it. Uh, so, I had nothing to do tonight. And... Um, I said, why not? Let's watch it. Oh, my God. I thought I had pressure when I was a young girl to get married and all the stipulations I had to go through. Man, these motherfuckers, you know, is like a laundry list of uh, shit that people want. I don't want to ruin it for you, but if everybody has Netflix or access to it, watch Indian Matchmaking. It is funny. It is hilarious. It is eye-opening. But, man, like, they're picky. Like, just... This person has to get an education. You have to be this tall. You can't be this dark. You have to be from this part of India, that part of India. Oh, my God. I thought I was a nitpicker, man. But, jeez. Like, that takes the cake. But, anyway, it's really interesting. It's really funny. And it got it got me thinking. Because um, one of my good friends, when I worked at a retail store, uh, he was Indian. Really nice guy, very Americanized, went to UCLA, so he was like a American-born Indian, if you want to call it that, and he's probably 24, 25, and then he goes, yeah, man, um, my mom's going to India, she's going to go meet a girl so I can get married, I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I'm totally, totally against it, he just didn't want to have nothing to do with it, so, like, he left, like, three months later, he comes back, he goes, hey, man, this is my fiance, I'm like, what? Because, yeah, dude, my mom found me this chick, and she's an awesome chick, so, you know, I'm going to get married, like, in three months. I'm like, great. And I was just laughing because I'm like, I don't know how people do arrange marriage. But, you know, like, she was a cool chick. I met her, and he's, like, a really great guy. Um, and I was just thinking, and my nephew right now, he's in Orange County, and he's all like, oh, uncle, I want to, like, you know, get married. I want to settle down. And this motherfucker keeps telling me this, like, every year. I want to settle down. I'm ready to have kids. But I want to play a little bit because I'm not ready. And then that's, like, the like that's the end of every conversation we have about him dating. I mean, about him get going on dates or marrying. He goes, oh, I want to settle down, get married. But I'm just not ready yet. So I'm going to, like, mess around for six months and then go from there. So this has been going on for the last five, six years. And then now, like, he's going to turn 40 this year. And he's in Orange County. He's all, oh, man, I just moved to Orange County. And I love it here. So many girls. And then fucking COVID happened. So I can't date. Yada, yada, yada. Now I don't want to get married until next year. Because I want to play a little bit. And I'm like, 
what do you really want? I mean, someone that wants to get married doesn't think, well, I want to get married, but let me play for another six months. Let me get married and I want to play for another six months. I'm like, motherfucker, you're not ready to get married. You keep saying that you're ready, but you're not. And he goes, no, no, I'm ready, but you know. And I'm like, okay, what do you want in a girl? And this is the oldest conversation. Well, I want her to be loyal and I want her to be this and I want her to be that. And I said, well, okay, but, you know, because I asked him this to his prior two ex-girlfriends that he said he wanted to marry. And I said, do you love them? No, not really, but they're just loyal. I'm also, do you want a dog then? Or do you want like a relationship? Oh, no, no, no. I want someone that's going to be down for me, you know, and I don't like being alone in the winter, but in the summer I want to party. I'm like, dude, if you're going to get married, like you can't be thinking, well, I love you in the winter, but in the summer I'm out and about poking everything in sight. (laughs) So it's just interesting to see him go through that process every fucking year I'm just like dude like you know now all his friends are getting married and you know a lot of people could probably relate to this now you're like in your mid 30s or late 40s and you know your family's like hey are you gonna get married when are you gonna get married when are you gonna do this when are you gonna do that and, you know most people are going like oh I'm not ready but you know a lot has changed a lot has changed since our parents got married or you know our older brothers and sisters got married you know women are independent women some women can't fucking cook or are as dirty as guys are some guys love to cook some guys want to stay home i mean the dynamics of a relationship have changed so much like you know you could be a two-income household and you guys both want to work and no kids to the debt like some guys want to be stay-at-home dads women want to be work in the workforce i've seen where some women have really good jobs and guys just can't find jobs i don't know part of them might be lazy part of them might be just you know they get laid off and i've seen some guys that are hard workers and are workaholics and their wives just are stay-at-home moms and that's what they do you know like and probably the only time they see each other is like maybe on a weekend or a saturday so i'm just saying there's all kinds of shit right but in general just dating nowadays it is so hard it is so hard to like find a mate and i keep and i like you know one of my good friends he's like a heavy christian guy awesome guy you know and he go, he can't find a girl and then he finds girls on christian mingle and they all want money or they all have kids and have issues or have like really bad i don't know maybe the girls he attracts or the girls he likes or the girls that like him back you know they're always like I, it's trailer parkish <laughs> if you want to put it in that term and you know he always goes oh you know she's asking me to borrow money and i'm like dude like haven't you learned your lesson you, like you had two girlfriends before and they all want money or they wanted like money from you goes, yeah but i'm a giving person you know and i think there's a lot of guys that are like that they're just very generous and nice and i'm not saying anything wrong um like my best friend um he met his girlfriend through her cousin they clicked clicked they he proposed to her four months later they're happily married they had one kid unfortunately he passed away last year um, from brain hemorrhage or uh aneurysm but even him you know like total dungeon dragon nerd you know really geeky guy his girlfriend was really geeky and they, i mean they fit off so you know they got lucky so i think there's someone for everybody out there but you gotta like be ready and like even the show like a lot of in the show i don't want to ruin it please watch it it's so funny but in the show it's funny because you can tell that people are ready to get married people are not ready to get married i'll tell you one thing i was not ready to get married i was childish i didn't want to grow up 
you know, I had like a wonderful woman, but I was a, I was a little bitch. I'll admit it. I was not ready to get married. I didn't want to grow up. I needed a, I needed to like kind of find myself. And when I did, I, you know, put a ring on it. But I changed my life. I got a better job. I said, hey, if we're going to do this, this, and this, I need to be able to do this, this, and that. And I did. And, you know, I got there. But seeing all these people that always talk about relationships and, oh, like I love when when chicks, when some of my friends, and I've talked about this before, some of my friends that are girls, they go, oh, my God, I need him to be tall and in good shape, and I want him to be, like, you know, a earner and have a good family and do this and do that and have this and this, this and this and this and this and just they have this fucking laundry list that's so long. And then I asked them, okay, so what do you have to offer? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you have to offer a guy, this guy that you're asking for so much? He has all these things and what are you going to offer him? And then they're like, oh, well, I'm cute and have a nice smile. I'm like, that's it you're cute and you have a nice smile yeah i'm like dude a guy like that might want to fuck you or if he wants a trophy and which half the time these girls have this laundry list they do not look anything like trophy wives or trophy girlfriends and then they go but i want him to be i'm like okay and what do you have to offer well i'm cute and nice i'm like oh my god and i and as a guy i'm like why would i want to like have this leech on me you know, I would if I'm if I'm gonna find a potential mate, right? You have to have certain things in this relationship, or it doesn't work. And I always laugh when I hear that girls give me this laundry list of things they want from a dude, but they have nothing to offer. And look, and if you are getting offended by this, and you're a girl, it's probably you. Trust me. Of all your friends, you're the girl that we're, everybody's talking about. And I'm not. And I'm not putting guys out there either hey there's guys i love this meme and it's like (laughs) i'll post it on my on on my instagram page and i'll post it on my um twitter at mindfulness mindfulness podcast um you could look at the link in the description and stuff I'll put this uh, meme up and it shows this guy and, and it says no no guy falls in love as quickly as fast as a guy that needs a place to stay. And it's like this skinny ghetto ass Eminem looking dude with some like really fat chick. Um <laughs> and it's true. Um to this one of my I, I say we used to be friends and more of an acquaintances because like he was just kind of shady. Really shady guy. He was a really good looking guy. Great looking guy. And ever like I remember he like shacked up with this kind of ugly looking chick. What am I saying? She was ugly. Because he needed a place to stay. Like, she even took him to... I think she even moved to L.A. And she went... She He moved to L.A. with her. And they have a... I'll, I can't do this. But I would show the pictures of, like, their relationship. And then you could... He's like a total sleazebag. And then, like, the only reason he was with her... Because he had no place to stay. So he went all the way back there. And then when he finally broke up with her... He went back to his mom's house. And so there are guys like that, too. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of guys that have no potential. But, you know... When you're looking to date or you're looking for a, a spouse or a partner for life, you guys you gotta offer some shit. You gotta offer something. You gotta bring something to the table besides a hungry mouth. You know? Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm perfect and I you know, I, I 
like like I said, I was like you know I was childish when I was younger. I I, I couldn't I didn't want to grow up. I wasn't ready to be anything. I needed to like you know better myself. But just uh, seeing so many people like that, just seeing that show just reminds me. Like including I, I know I was talking about this, but Ninety Day Fiance. When I see like Ninety Day Fiance, it's the same thing. Like there are these guys that you're like, this girl would never like you in a million years, but she does because she needs a green card. And some of these chicks like are homeless, and they're like, I'm a, you're fucking homeless, but you have enough money to get a nice phone and to take some really good pictures and put them on Instagram or Facebook, and you find a guy that wants to date you, and then you know as the show progresses, you figure out that all she wants is a green card. Like, if you watch 90 Day Fiancé, like, Larissa and Colt, oh my god, like, straight gold digger. But, there's a lot of tricks like that. There's a lot of guys that are just, you know, don't know how to treat women because they never really had a good example of how to treat a woman. So, it's just interesting to uh, watch the show. It's really funny. It's called Match- Indian Matchmaking. But it just kind of reminded me, like, you know, this... It kind of reminded me of a lot of different scenarios and different things I've seen throughout my life. Same thing with, like, my mom. When my sisters want to get married, man, like, those guys were vetted. I'm not, you know, my sisters chose people that they loved, but my mom's like, oh, that guy's not good, that guy's not good. My mom's been right, even with me. Like, some of the chicks my mom liked. Like, I remember one time I brought, like, six girls home because I was going out dancing. And I had, like, six incredibly beautiful women to go to that wanted to go dancing with us. It was me, my guy, my other guy friend, and then like six chicks. They were just friends, you know. Would I bang a bunch? Would I would I have banged all of them? Maybe like four out of six. But my mom, they were like really nice girls, so nothing bad. But you know, as guys, we we're like, oh, hey, I want to hit that chick. That means like she's hot. Um, or banging body. So my mom goes, oh, your little friends, they can come in the house. So you know, I introduce them as my mom. And she goes, oh, she's all, oh, son, those are really lovely girls. But the two in the end big horse <laughs> and I was laughing because she was right I'm like how do you know you're a big horse she goes oh, I'm a woman I know what a whore is and that was a whore and she wasn't wrong and I laughed because I told my friend he goes oh my god that's what my mom said too because I guess he, his mom met them also so trust your mom also your parents shouldn't pick your date they could give you advice but you know make your own decisions so I just thought that was funny I you know, I was just like reminiscing about like little things like that, and I was just laughing because all the stories that I talked to my friends about relationships. Like I've had good conversations with all my friends that have been visiting, or we've been zooming and catching up and stuff. And then it's just interesting. You know, they talk. We talk about our relationships. Talk about our, like you know our husbands and wives and kids and all that. And it's just funny how like a, a lot of them did make good choices and some of them did not, and. They saw the red flags, but they said, oh, love will make everything better. And love will fix everything. It doesn't. It doesn't. But, uh, you know, your heart's in the right place. Anyway, just wanted to talk about that. If you do like this topic, I can have I can talk about it more the next time. I just wanted to say hello. And uh, I got some inspiration to make a new podcast. I hope everybody does good. Stay safe out there. Have a good time. And I'll talk to you soon. I I have Instagram and I have Twitter. I will post that in the notes. It's um, Mindfulness Podcast. Uh, yeah, take care. Have a good weekend. And I'm going to go enjoy my food. Salut.